Namaste and welcome to the Buddhism Guide podcast by Yeshi Rabgay. If you'd like more of my podcasts, blogs, videos or guided meditation practices, visit my website yeshirabgay.com and if you'd like to support my work, go to patreon.com forward slash Buddhism Guide. I hope you enjoy this episode. This episode is called, Are We Born with Compassion? It's widely believed these days that compassion is an innate phenomena. We have a natural, automatic desire to help others who are suffering. We have a built-in urge to engage in compassionate behaviours to help fellow humans overcome obstacles without obtaining any reward. The act in helping is itself a reward. When we feel compassion, our heart rate slows down and we secrete the bonding hormone oxytocin and regions of the brain linked to empathy, caregiving and feelings of pleasure light up, which often result in us feeling like we want to care and help another person. It is my understanding that we are born with compassion as part of our survival instincts, which means compassion is essential to human relationships and to help humanity. The problem is these days, we spend an awful lot of our day in the fight or flight mode, and this blocks our compassion. This is because we're stressed and under pressure for large parts of the day and the brain sees this as a threat. It's difficult for us to be compassionate if our brains are focused on survival. Compassion involves feeling another person's pain and wanting to take steps to help relieve their suffering. The word compassion itself derives from Latin and means to suffer together. It's defined as a feeling that arises when you're confronted with another person's pain and suffering and feel motivated to relieve that suffering. That means it's not simply an emotion. It's accompanied by a strong desire to act and alleviate the suffering you witness, which makes it a verb. If you break it down to its essential parts, it means we have a strong aspiration that all beings are happy and free from suffering. Though compassion is innate, it does not always come easily to us. Here are seven ways to help build your compassion. Self-compassion. We can be hard on others, but usually the person who gets the brunt of our harshness is ourselves. It's hard to offer compassion to others when you can't even extend it to ourselves. Self-compassion isn't about loving ourselves, being self-indulgent or narcissistic. It's about being kind and supportive to ourselves when we're facing difficulties or have made a mistake. We all know that life can be challenging 
and it can be difficult to have compassion for ourselves when we must face suffering on a daily basis. But we have to understand that being human is a difficult thing and we're doing our best. We're not failing when we're having a hard time, we're just being a human being. Being compassionate to ourselves means offering support by empathising with ourselves. We can do this by talking positively with ourselves. Take time out to reflect and regroup. Give ourselves a hug. I especially recommend this one. It feels so supportive. And give ourselves assurance and be kind. It's important to understand that we're wired to feel and these feelings are important. They give meaning to our lives. So the first part of self-compassion involves accepting that it's okay to feel. Don't override or suppress your feelings. Just feel them. Nobody knows us like we do. Nobody understands us like we do. And nobody knows just what we're going through. This is why we have to care for ourselves, have compassion for ourselves and become our own best friends. Similarities. Look for things we have in common with others, not differences. It can be easier to identify how you differ from another person but we should at least try to find commonalities. This will help you to relate to them and not see them as different. In the end, this will help you create a bond with them, enabling you to feel compassion. Communication. When speaking to others, we need to engage our brains before we open our mouths. Check that what you're about to say is helpful, kind and compassionate. Because if it isn't, I would suggest you stay quiet. We all know that words are powerful tools which can empower or harm, uplift or drag someone down. So in order to build compassion, we need to ensure our words don't bring about harm. Perspective. We can get caught up in our own viewpoints. It can be really challenging to step outside of ourselves and see another perspective. Try to consider how another person is influenced by a situation and ask yourself some simple questions. How would I be feeling if this happened to me? How would my family and friends feel if it was me? How would I respond? What would I find helpful at a challenging time like this? By considering the other person's perspective, you're more likely to feel positive and connected to them. Listening. When in conversation with another person, we don't usually fully listen to them. After a certain time, we start thinking about what we want to say next, and sometimes we even interrupt them. When trying to generate compassion for another, try to abandon your desire to give advice. 
Instead, actively listen. Suspend making any conclusions and simply offer the other person your full attention. It isn't easy to do, but with practice, it is certainly achievable. Present moment. When we are distracted by our thoughts, emotions, memories, imagination and perspectives, we can't focus on what is right in front of us. That means we're unable to identify those in need of compassion. The only way we can do that is by being present in the moment. You can help yourself to become more present by practicing mindfulness. By bringing yourself back to what is happening right at this moment, you'll be better able to concentrate and focus on the people around you who may need your time and attention. A simple way to bring yourself back into the moment is to count your breaths. Count 10 in-breaths and then count 10 out-breaths. Ensure you focus your whole attention on the breath. And this will bring your awareness back to the here and now. Giving. Generosity is a wonderful way to build compassion. Try contributing your time or unwanted possessions or make donations. Compassion is contagious and acts of generosity and thoughtfulness inspire more of the same into a chain reaction of goodness. Getting caught up in ourselves and our needs can kill compassion. But if you can look beyond yourself, cultivate compassion for yourself and others, and truly engage with others, your life will be more fulfilling. But not only that, you will also feel more connected to the world and less stressed and anxious. This is the end of this episode, but if you'd like to listen to more of my podcasts, go to my website, yeshirabge.com. So thank you so much for listening. And remember, the only person we can ever really know is ourselves. Bye for now.